Hey creators, welcome to The Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host, creator coach Jade Beeson and today I reckon this is going to be a, a like a fire round quick episode today because I've got a few things I want to say and they're going to be short and impactful. So get ready. I want to talk about the three mistakes that are stopping you from growing on Instagram. These are some of the most common mistakes that I see people make. And bear in mind, if you're new to this this podcast, hi, welcome. So happy to have you here. But if you are new, I am a creator coach, which means that I have coached literally probably over a thousand now, which is actually wild, um, content creators. And I've helped them grow on social media and also turn their influence into income, right? That is what I do. That is my day job. So... I have analyzed so many different Instagram channels, again, maybe in the thousands again, so many different Instagram channels I have analyzed, I have audited. And let me tell you, out of these three mistakes that I'm about to share, I am 100% confident that you will relate to at least one of them because these are so, so common. And also they often have the biggest impact on your success on Instagram. So they're common mistakes that if you stop doing will often help you unlock a lot more success. So let's just jump right into it, right? The first mistake, an unrealistic posting schedule. This is, this is a big one. So we all know that we need to be consistent on Instagram. If you didn't know that, then I'm here to break it to you. You've got to be consistent on Instagram. Consistency will mean different things to different people. I always say that at a minimum, you want to be posting three times per week and a maximum is seven times per week, which is obviously every single day. Your posting frequency will depend on what you're trying to achieve with your Instagram. If you're trying to grow, you probably want to post every day. If you're just trying to, you know, foster a community, then maybe three times a week will work. It will also depend on your niche and loads of other elements as well. But that's the rough guideline between three to seven times per week. Now, that might sound like a lot to some people, especially if you're committing yourself to posting every single day. Now, where the mistake comes in is we hear those posting frequencies and we tell ourselves, okay, we're gonna do seven times a week because we're trying to grow, right? We're gonna post every single day. And then what happens is we don't spend time to create any content in advance, which is called batching our content. We commit to posting every day at a ridiculous time because that's what Instagram analytics told us. So we're like, okay, we're gonna start posting at, 7 p.m. every single day, even though we know for sure that at 7 p.m. we're actually cooking dinner for our family, right? But we still tell ourselves, it's fine. I'll just stop what I'm doing and post at 7 p.m. every single day, even on the weekend when I know that I'm going to be out drinking with my mates and therefore probably shouldn't be trusted to post a piece of content (laughs) to my Instagram account, right? We create this schedule that is unrealistic and does not align with our life because we just tell ourselves it's fine. We'll just power through. We'll just make it work. And for some of us, that sometimes even looks like posting multiple times a day, which I never recommend because unless you've got hundreds of thousands of followers, posting multiple times a day usually means that your content doesn't perform as well as it could have because you're just like overwhelming Instagram with content. But some people are like, no, I'm going to post two times a day, three times a day, and I'm going to do it in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. And it does not align with their lifestyle. When your schedule does not align with your lifestyle, you will not stick to it. So therefore, all of it will go down the drain. If you can't stick to whatever schedule you create, then you're not going to reap the rewards of having a posting schedule. It is much better to tell yourself that you're going to post five times a week at 3 p.m., even though you think the best time to post is maybe 7 p.m., but 
for you, the best time to post is 3 p.m. It's much better to commit to that posting schedule five times a week at 3 p.m. than to commit to posting twice a day, seven times a week, if you know that you're more likely to stick with the first schedule. Because what's gonna end up happening is that three months down the line, the person who picks the realistic schedule is still sticking to it, and the person that picked the unrealistic schedule has fallen off and is no longer posting any content because it was unrealistic and therefore they couldn't stick with it. So out of those two people, who is gonna see the most results from what they're doing? It's the person with the realistic posting schedule, even though it was slightly less content than the other person. Okay, so all of that to say, you've got to find a posting schedule that works for your life. Otherwise, there's absolutely no point in creating one. Hey, creators. I'm interrupting my own podcast episode because I have something to tell you that I know you're going to want to hear. If you are a content creator who wants to learn how to use social media to grow their influence, create consistent income, and to launch the business of their dreams, I can help you. I'm Jade Beeson. I'm a creator coach with eight years marketing experience, a first class honors degree in marketing, and I've helped thousands of content creators launch their careers and even go full time. I'm currently looking for new creators to help reach their goals. Now, these creators, they need to possess a few different things. So first of all, they need to be serious about turning their influence to income. They also need to be committed to creating amazing content which adds value to their audience's lives. And they need to be ready for some serious growth. And I'm not just talking about growing online, I'm talking about growing their bank balance, I'm talking about growing and developing their mindset, I'm just talking about all round growth growth. So if you're ready to work with me, all you need to do is send me a DM with the word ready on Instagram. My Instagram name is jadebeeson, one word, and all you need to do is DM me with the word ready and we can chat about how we can work together. All right, let's speak soon on my Instagram. I'll leave you to get back to the episode. Next up, sharing content for you versus your audience. This is like an ever so slightly controversial one because there will be some people who will tell you, you've got to create content for you and content that you love and and the audience will come. And I hate to break it to you, but that's very similar to when people say, do what you love and the money will come. It's not coming. (laughs) Like it's not always gonna come. I absolutely love sitting at home with a Chinese takeaway, watching a movie. No one's paying me to do that. (laughs) You know, I love going out for a really expensive dinner that I probably can't afford with all my friends and getting cocktails and drinking loads of margaritas. Is anyone paying me to do that? No. Although, you know, if I got a brand partnership, maybe they would. But on the most, for the most part, no one's paying me to do that, right? So you've got to take that kind of advice with a pinch of salt. How I like to see it is figure out what you love to create content about and make it in a way that's going to add value to your audience. That is the sweet spot. If you are only creating content for you because you're like, I wanna talk about this and I wanna talk about this and I don't care what my audience wanna hear about, then what's gonna end up happening is your audience will not tune into your content, at least for most people, and you won't get the results that you want. So you've gotta combine what you love with what your audience will get some value from. So let's say you absolutely love creating like fitness content. And I'm not saying that you need to niche down, by the way, that is a whole nother conversation. What I'm saying is let's say you're really into fitness and that's some of the content that you share. That's amazing. Now let's figure out how you can create content about fitness that will add value to your audience's lives. So maybe it's educational content, teaching them how to create their own fitness routine. Maybe it's inspirational, so inspiring them to get up and go to the gym that day or whatever it is that you do to keep fit. 
maybe it's relatable content where you're just talking about the highs and lows of trying to maintain a good fitness schedule you know maybe it's entertaining content where you're like making fun of people in the gym maybe don't do that (laughs) maybe it's entertaining content where you're like making fun of yourself as you work out in the gym you know Think about how you can create content about the things that you love in a way that adds value to someone else. And that is the sweet spot. That is how you start creating content which really lands with your audience and that you enjoy creating. Okay, so final mistake that you might be making, not taking the time out to bond with your audience. Now, the reason why this is a huge mistake is because sometimes, especially when we're new, we focus so heavily on growth that we actually forget to bond and nurture the audience that we're attracting. So let's say we've just had a a bunch of viral videos. Amazing. We've now got a lot of new eyeballs on our content. Maybe we've even got a few new followers. But are we doing anything to open a dialogue with these people? Are we trying to talk to them? Are we trying to hear who they are or communicate with them in the comments? Maybe go live so you can speak to them, respond to their DMs. Are we doing any of that stuff? Because if we're not, then I hate to break it to you, but you're making a grave, grave mistake. It's helpful to think about your followers as being on two different levels. You've got your followers on the surface level. These are the people who came across one of your pieces of content and thought, oh, this person's funny or this is pretty or whatever, right? So they got some kind of value from it and they were like, great, I'm gonna follow this person because I like their content. They don't know much about you. They don't have a huge affinity to you. They just know that you're, they like your content. So they're gonna follow you. That is a surface level of follower and they are incredible value, valuable and they're really hard to get. Now, the deeper level of follower, these are where your advocates and your true fans are. These are people who found you because they got some value from your content and therefore they followed you. And then they started to really fall in love with you. Maybe love's too deep of a word, but they started to really, really grow to like you because you responded to their comment. You opened a dialogue with them. You uploaded a reel, which wasn't necessarily aesthetic, but you're just being really open and honest and vulnerable about you and the situation that you're in. And that helps them get to know you on a deeper level and truly understand who you are as a person. People ignore that that level of audience all the time and they are the most valuable people you can have in your community. Those people are your true fans. Ever heard of the concept of like a thousand true fans? It's basically that all you need is a thousand true fans to be successful as a creator or an entrepreneur. And that I completely subscribe to that idea. If you've got not even a thousand, you've got a hundred people, 10 people who truly support you and your content, you are able to do anything you want. You can monetize in any way you like because those people will support you. You can build any form of community you like because they'll support you. You can even switch niches and go on another platform because guess what? Guess who the people are who's still gonna watch your content or who's gonna follow you onto YouTube? It's your advocates, it's your true fans. So we can't ignore these people. We've got to take the time out to nurture those relationships because they really are the key to your success. All right, guys, I told you this would be a quick one. Was this a quick one? How long was this? It was a quick one. I really hope you found this useful. If you did, I would absolutely love it if you shared it with someone else who would find it useful. Shared it on your Instagram stories and tagged me. And if you would be ever so kind to leave me a review, that would absolutely make my day or or week or even year. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I can't wait to speak with you again in my next episode.